What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast segment is brought to you by Ease, E-A-Z-E dot com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. Also, guy, you want to get your gamble on MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM and the number one, promo code HAM1. Get in our DraftKings game for the NFL weekend, $10 buy-in. Go to DraftKings, download the DraftKings app, download the DraftKings app right now and use the promo code HAM. And GetRoman.com slash ham, edmedicine, GetRoman.com slash ham. Now to the segment. You know that Jerry, on the day they signed him, had sold this company that he invested, like part of the reason he was in New York at the Dow Jones was because he had just invested in this company that sold, he had made a boatload of money. (laughs) Jerry is just a one of a kind, man. Well, I did see, I think it was Werder reported that Jerry is also a big part of the like the discussions about where the cap is going like he's involved in whatever committee or whoever is involved in that and so his point was like he has a pretty good understanding of like how what what real values are going to be in a few years not just what the values are today well I, d- I did see that Joe Banner I think it was Joe Banner wrote everyone's freaking out about these numbers there's a chance after the next CBA, the starting point for these new contracts are outrageous because the caps are like three hundred dollars, and they're like, "God, we got Zeke." Like, are we sure this is the last time Zeke holds out? Like, is there a chance in three years he's like way underpaid? Absolutely, it's not the last. We're not Be- sure beca- because we talked a little. Did we talk about golf the last time, or that happened since we? No, it happened talk? since we did the last pod. That isn't it kind of crazy that Jared Goff, who you know, is he? Aaron Rodgers or something? No, but he's damn good, and he's been a court, starting quarterback on a you know pretty offensive heavy team. Uh, and he's last year he threw thirty two touchdowns. They made it to the Super Bowl. I don't know if you remember that. Like he's and I because I, I was critical, and then I took myself back. I'm like what? hundred? He got a hundred. The like Devin Booker gets one hundred fifty million, and no one thinks it's weird. Like it's kind of crazy in basketball that these losing players on, like, Carl Anthony Towns, like, oh, they gave him $180 million. And everyone's like, yeah, of course they did. But Jared Goff, a quarterback, who is easily the most important position in sports, like, obviously an NBA superstar is important, 
but those guys aren't NBA superstars, and we all justify it. Yet when a quarterback gets paid like him or Wentz, people are like, oh, 107, that's a lot of guaranteed money. Like, should it be? You know, I feel like they do get a little bit of a raw deal that we criticize their guaranteed money when, yeah, it's really high. But relative to pro athletes, like, shouldn't Jared Goff be worth more than Bryce Harper? You know, when you think about it? I, I have a theory about this, which is when you're when you're a kid, everyone wants to be the athlete. When you're an adult, you just want to be the GM. That's why everyone plays fantasy. One of the reasons everyone plays fantasy. Yeah, this is and a like, theory guy. Well, when Kawakami's always like, you know, why why are people siding with the owners? It's because you sound smarter when you say I get you then owner gave a guy too much money. You sound like you know the cap or something. It's like, oh, yeah, I, could, I mean, a, a a GM gave a guy too much money. It's like, well, I don't I don't know if I would make it fiscally. I don't know if that's a responsible decision to make. It's like, meanwhile, you're spending four hundred dollars a month on streaming subscriptions, but this guy who's got all the money in the world, he he knows what the cap is. Like the GMs know what the cap is. Because I, but I also think like most humans, once they get like forty years old and they're playing fantasy football or whatever. Well, they're in business, and they might not run a business or whatever, but they're a sales guy, so they, like, do some numbers, and they just – that's kind of the way they think. Yeah, well, John, if you're not – unless you're playing pickup hoops, like, the business becomes, like, that's your new playing ground. Like, that's the new competition that you're a part of. And so the business aspect is attractive of all this. No, that's – I mean, fuck, you're a genius. That's 100%. So it's like, like, why are they against the athlete's money? No, no, no. They're not four owners, per se. It's not about that. It's just – this is the area. This is the part that you. This is the part we can all participate in. The playing part, no one partic- We don't get to participate in that anymore. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, some of the cap stuff's really complicated. But if you just give me a flat number, most people can do basic math. So you're like, well, so you're in the bed with this guy for basically four years, twenty five million dollars a year guaranteed for the next, you know, till two thousand twenty two. We can add it up. We're like, ah, do I really, do I really want to pay this? And then you realize, yeah, it's really not that bad. You know. One, the cap's way higher. And two, he's pretty good. Like, you could argue today. Do you feel more confident on Jared Goff than Carson Wentz, despite Carson Wentz? Yes. It's safe to say is a superior talent. Yes. How would you not be more confident? And you could throw Dak when Dak, when tomorrow morning you get an alert, Dak Prescott is just signed for 111 guaranteed. Everyone will be like, oh, my, that is insane. Jerry has lost it. And then you go, well, Aren't we all more confident that Dak, who's never missed a game in the NFL, is just going to be serviceable for the next three or four years with a pretty stacked team than Carson Wentz? Where most people, when Carson Wentz signed that deal, they're like, ah, elite talent. You can't stay on the field. I like all these, and I like them all. I like all these guys. Yeah. I, I just think we, we crush, unless you're Russell Wilson, you really in the NFL, the only way you get no bullets thrown at you is like you got legit pelts, right? Like, even Matt Ryan, people are like, God, they gave him 100 guaranteed on the signing bonus? That's kind of crazy. <laughs> but, like, Aaron Rodgers and Russell both signed for 120. People are like, oh, yeah, easy, no doubt, 100%. Did you see, by the way, let's get into some games since you mentioned Matt Ryan. As you like to call it, a ham sandwich. It just, you know, just picks and, and headlines. Um, you see the Falcons are four-point underdogs on the road. They're plus four, I think is what I have. This is what That's what I wrote down here. You tell me if I I wrote I wrote three and a half yesterday. Three, okay. Yeah, I got four. It's four right now. At the Vikings. At the Vikings. Not that we, here, we're not going to go through and pick all the games. But just what? give me a couple that stand out to you. Well, th- this is one of the games I really like, Guy. I love the Falcons plus four. Yeah. Mainly because Atlanta last year, despite having a shitty season, they could really throw the ball. Matt Ryan was awesome. They don't just have this guy named Julio Jones, which – 
Arthur Blank, I think, said the other day that they expected this contract to be done by kickoff. We'll see. But Julio says, whether it's done or not, I'm going to play. It's like, well, Julio, you've been there the whole time. What, are you just going to sit out if the contract's not done? Like, you're still getting paid. It's not like you're making 800 grand. I, I would imagine your salary's still like $12 million. He's going to play. They remember a couple years ago when they drafted Calvin Ridley, and people were like, why do they need a receiver? Well, it turns out Calvin Ridley, I played him a couple times last year on DraftKings, pretty fucking sweet. And they have Sanu and Devontae Freeman's back. I know this for a fact. The Falcons' offense is sweet. If their defense is just solid, has Minnesota and this Cousins-led Minnesota team just proven like, yeah, they're a lock to just win games. Against, I I think Atlanta's safe to say, on paper is really good again. And they were good last year until they lost everyone. I kind of like, I'm actually a little intrigued. Moneyline Atlanta. Now the thing I get back to is skull chance and the place will be going nuts. But a little bit like Mitch Trubisky, if I told you it's 13-0, middle of the second quarter, and the Vikings are just going three and out, three and out, three and out, are the Boo Birds coming in many? Yeah. I, I think that's a, that's one of the yes. – if you go through just the teams in, sport, in, in football right now, college and pro, if you got your average Minnesota fan, I think they got a pretty strong fan base – like, yeah, we, we feel good about Kirk. But deep down, they're like, oh, you know, it's a lot of money. Are we sure? Even though he wasn't really their problem, their corners stink. And Atlanta, like I said, Atlanta's got sweet wide receivers. And Austin Hooper's not bad. Like, they, they got an elite passing game. If you, you just said on paper, beside the Chiefs, they might have the second best passing game in the league, guy. The Rams I actually, would be up there. I mean, I, they're an elite passing game. I actually wrote that game down, Atlanta plus four, so we agree there. I don't know if you picked this game or not. I This one was one that jumped out to me. I like Jacksonville, just generally speaking. I think they're going to bounce back this year a little bit. But I like Kansas City minus four at the Jags. That's another one of those, you know, humidity. There's a game in Miami, there's a game in Jacksonville, and there's a game in Tampa. Now, the good part about Kansas City, it is kind of humid there too. Uh the pro- I'll prob- tell you the problem before I, I would stay away because my gut would say I kind of like Jacksonville in the points, but I, I, if you think Kansas City is a 14-win team, do they lose week one? I mean, the Bears lost last week one last year and went 12-4, and four, so it's not it doesn't change that much, right? They got the Raiders next week. The thing that would concern me a little is it probably feels like everybody probably just takes whatever the lines are. The masses probably take Kansas City to cover that line, right? I think people are pounding Kansas City. So it probably should be like – Two and a half. Um, so that would be an argument to stay away. But I, I just, I like Jacksonville. I don't like them that much. I like them more than I did last year. But I, I do like Kansas City. Tyreek just got his fifty-four million dollars, thirty-five guaranteed from your boy Veach. Yeah. That's is that the, the a little you in trouble? Di- a little you're in trouble discount. Because if he had zero transgressions off the off the field, transgress probably even the wrong word. I mean, just. Red Legal flag. issues, issues, like yeah. potentially hitting children. I mean, he we well, never, we don't know for a fact if he hit the kid. We know he hit the wife or ex-wife or girlfriend back in the day. What does he sign for? Like sixty million dollars guaranteed? Definitely yeah, not thirty-five. No, yeah, it's that's a team-friendly deal. Unless in a week we're like, oh, which so I, I I just I I I, okay. I think Kansas City's going to win the Super Bowl this year, but I think Jacksonville. I mean, a sleeper playoff team. Uh, another game that I really like, just because I think the hype is so out of control on Can the I Browns. Can I guess what you're oh, – okay. That's right. That was my – Tennessee plus five and a half, huh? Yeah, I think it's just one of those classic everyone going with Cleveland. 
You see Odell Beckham, what he said yesterday? He, he said that his hip issue, it's like no big deal unless I open up and run, then I kind of get some pain. Like, what? When I read that quote, I'm like, God, maybe I would have been nuts to offer the second round pick for. Now I don't know if he second had overall. this, the second overall pick. Did he do this? You know, when he was in uh, in Cleveland, I don't know. But Tennessee's basically been a playoff team the last two years. I know they missed last year, but part of that was Mariota got knocked out in second to last game. They had to play a winner get in game week 17 with Blaine Gabbert. You know, Vrabel's one of those guys that I don't think anyone talks about, but he's been good everywhere he's been. He's clearly a really high-level guy. In his first year coaching with a with an offense that was atrocious, they went what nine and seven last year. Maybe they were eight and eight. Whatever. They, like they were not. We just don't talk about him at all. Like he'd be a six-win coach. He that was not the case last year. If I told you Tennessee wins the division, would you be shocked? Uh, not shocked. I'd be a little surprised, but not shocked. What if I told you that they went ten and six and made a wild card? If they win ten games, I mean, I just. I'll say nine. Yeah, not, okay. But they can run the ball. They have a good front. Uh, they're a defensive physical team. Uh, I don't think they'll look at Cleveland like the 07 Patriots. You know, they're not going to be intimidated. I just – I, I, I kind of like the Titans in plus five and a half. Do you have uh, Houston – oh, so Houston's plus seven against the Saints on Monday night. That's a pretty good opening Monday night game, guy. That is. Um What's the other one? How about Chargers minus seven against the Colts? I got it at six and a half right now. Okay. I like Indy in that game. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, but I but again I, that would be one I just wouldn't mess with because is Jacoby good or is he not? I I, I have I have no clue. I can, I can't even guess. I I think he's okay. But if you told me he throws three picks, I'd believe you. If you told me he throws three touchdowns, no picks, I'd believe you. Okay, here's one. How about the Bengals? Do you have it at nine and a half in Seattle? Yes. NFL 10-point lines are just... Ravel tweeted that 98% of the bets are on Seattle. That's one of those I might just take okay. Cincinnati on purpose. Just, just on principle. Yeah. How about, you know who I like is Fresno State plus three against Minnesota at home in Fresno. Was well, it hot? Is it hot in Minnesota in the summer? It's a good question. I do think it is hot, but it is it Fresno. It's hot? not. Fr- it's not Fresno hot. You want me to pull up a little weather dot Hey Siri, I got this. What's the? All right, never mind. See, th- this is why I, I I always judge people that talk into their phones because I feel like it's not very efficient when you can just click on an app. Boom, I got it up. Saturday, yeah. ninety two degrees. I do it all the time, hands free. That was not a good example. I do it all the time while I'm doing something else, and it actually is really efficient for me. I don't do it in public. So when you say hands free, you don't have to press a button. I just hey Siri, what's the temperature? Hey Siri, what's the temperature in Minnesota? Right? She can hear you just sitting there. I have it set to be like hey Siri. I do this all. Actually, you know what one I do all the time is I text middle. See, I you text message through that way a lot, a lot. Not in public. I don't. You're not gonna see me walking down the street holding to my face doing it. I can't do that. That's old person move. But yeah, I do it a lot. I've seen my brother do it like in the car. I, I understand that. I do it in the car. Yeah. Uh. So, I, yeah, I like the Fresno State game. The game I like, and I don't know much about San Diego State. I just know that Rocky Long's a good coach. Since he's been there, they've consistently won. I think they've won the Mountain West. Was that two years ago? I, I just – I think this Chip Kelly thing, 
has disaster written all over it. Rocky Long, here's the other thing. He's not an offensive coach. We're not looking shootout. He's a defensive guy. I like San Diego State plus eight. What do you think the Rose Bowl is going to look like? I mean, you think UCLA fans are fired up for this thing? Hell no. Because if I was a UCLA fan, I'd be like, well, if I'm going to go to one of the games, I'll just wait a week and go when Oklahoma comes, even if they're going to get their ass kicked. It'll be fun to watch Oklahoma, right? Because if I'm LA guy, I'm not going to every game. So I'm like, I'll just wait a week. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't have a strong feeling on that game. But since you, so I, this is not one that I wrote down. But since you threw it out there, um, I think San Diego State. What they do week one? I don't think it was impressive. Uh, I know nothing about them, guy. I, I'm strictly they beat betting Weber against State Chip six Kelly. to nothing, John. I'm taking UCLA to cover. Well, that's that means they're playing good defense. <laughs> I don't feel as good now knowing that. Yeah, I. I don't, Beat, I don't think they're supposed six to be as to good nothing. as they were last year. Okay, then I, I might take that back. How about this? <laughs> this is, I mean, this is one of, this will be the one of the big top five games in the month of September, college football. LSU at Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine just the buzz. Can Texas has a, it's pretty heavily favored, right? Uh, No, LSU's favored by seven. Just the buzz right now in Austin. Wow. I mean, LSU, LSU just beat the shit out of, like, uh, some random, you know, D1 AA team, 55-3. to three. Uh, I just – Joe Burrow threw four, five touchdowns. That game is where? It's in Austin. And, and Texas is getting how many points? Seven. I thought everyone – I thought Texas was the chic pick to win the Big 12 this year. Yeah, but they're not better. It's the SEC, baby. Well, I know, but – you think Texas is going to score on LSU? And, and there's the elephant in the room that LSU wanted Tom Herman. Tom Herman played them for Austin. Eddie O ended up getting the job. Really, he was like their seventh pick, partly because Jimbo didn't pick up the phone calls and Herman played him. So there is some of this, like, you could have had this guy. I'm going to kick his ass and show him twice. I, I like LSU. Now, minus seven, do I like LSU? No. But okay. I, I, I think LSU – Actually, the one intriguing number is probably over 57. Like, I don't think there's going to be that many points in this game because LSU against better teams ain't scoring. And I don't know if Texas is going to just light up LSU. To me, this has a feel like 25 to 15, a game like that. 25-14, something like that. I like LSU. So maybe I I would take seven points. Do you like uh, Cincinnati 16.5 at Ohio State, Luke Fickle? Well, I I heard felt. I heard Bruce Feldman talking about what's his name's first game, and same with Joel Klatt. Ryan I don't Day. think I don't think what's his name, not Ryan Day, but the quarterback. Oh, Fields, Justin. Fields. I don't. I don't think he's a very accurate thrower, so he can really run. The one thing that Cincinnati does have though is athletes. So him running, like he might have some big plays, but if you can't really throw, guy, quarterback can't throw. That's going to be a problem. That's why I think some of these guys in college. They get so hyped up in these Elite 11 camps, the stuff they do with Yogi and the stuff they do with Dilfer and just the Bruce Feldman and then the you know the Manning camp. It just kind of grows on itself. And because if you just go out to one of these camps, I imagine if you watch Justin Fields, it'd be like watching some high school pitcher that throws 96. If you just watch him in a bullpen, you're like, oh, my God. This guy's 17 blowing gas like this? Big leagues. And then you get him in a game, like, God, he can't throw a strike. <laughs> you know, you get Justin Fields on the field, you're like, well, your number one wide receiver's not open. You have to anticipate two before you even look at them, 
and throw it before he gets out of his break. And you're playing, you know, an NFL corner. It's a little more difficult, right? And I think sometimes the transition, because we, we, the, a lot of the hype now, I think, is not even as much on high school tape. It's on camps. Mm-hmm. So they go to these camps, and you get offered, and then that's when your four and five stars grow, when really, why couldn't Justin Fields be, be the starting quarterback at Georgia last year? Because he's not as accurate as Jacob Fromm, even though no one would say that Fromm, and we, remember DJ's like, yeah, I don't even know if the NFL people love him. It's not like Fromm is some lock first rounder, but he's just a functional quarterback. Where I think Fields, I bet Kirby, who, not an offensive guy, but would has that defensive mindset. He's like, I can't trust this guy to get, we might just go three and out because he can't, he's skipping balls. Yeah, he's throwing 100 miles an hour, but he doesn't know where he's going. So I got, I, yeah, you've kind of talked, I'd take Cincinnati. Is I got, this upset special? What, what's our money line on this? Uh, you can get Cincinnati over five to one. Okay. I, would you like, say that'd I think be a, Luke's, would, would that be a pretty big upset it and would a bad be. loss for Ryan Day? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> but, I, okay, I'll, yeah. Who do the um, Fighting Harbaugh's have this weekend? Army. Oh, Army. So, I actually thought about that one. I've got two more I like for you. Oklahoma minus 39 and a half against South Dakota. Do you have that game? Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't write it down. Yeah, I, I, to me that's... 39 and a half just makes that one fun, but I, I think Oklahoma beats them by 40. Um, that's, that's a lot of points, guy. I, I know. But I'm pretty confident because there was a game I really liked last week that was a 32 and a half point line. And who then won? The, huh? And who won that game? The team that was favored. Um, and then the other one I like is, I think Cal's defense is really good again, so people might be a little skittish on this because they beat Washington last year like – 13 to 10 or whatever the score was 12 to 9 there was one defensive touchdown scored in the entire game that was the only touchdown scored in the game that was the game remember that chris peterson replaced jake browning for a series and they threw the pick six that lost him the game was that because he got benched or got a concussion uh they got benched because he came back in the game okay it was they just needed a spark so that game was really low scoring last year um and cal won it and so washington's favored by 14 this week I like Washington in that game. Uh, Washington's going to want that game bad, and I think Washington is—I think Washington's really good, and I think their so, schedule's so really. You like them to kick the shit out of Cal? Yeah, I think they're—I think they've been waiting for this game. Like this is one that if it's forty to seven at the end of the game, you could. See I don't know if like I go that far, but I just think fourteen's a lot because Cal's defense is legitimately really good. So I don't feel that part I don't like. I don't like saying someone's going to beat, but I just think Washington's offense is so much better than Cal's. Uh, can, can I can I counter that or just mm-hmm. argue that a little bit? Again, I was there live. Okay. Now, I mean, I was kind of BSing and not super just like breaking down the X's nose on every play. Eating some Evergood sausage with my guy Donnie Miller that took me to the game. When I hear this, they're really good. Because I, yeah. I, I hear that from everyone. I just yeah. went to the Skins game in Davis. Uh, Tyler Raber's dad, golfer at Cal, season ticket holder. Even though his son went to UC Davis, he said he was furious because all these UC Davis people were sitting around him at the game. He's a diehard Cal guy, and he kept saying that. We got a, we got an elite defense. If we would have had this defense with Sonny Dykes, championship. I'm like, I'm at the game, and I when I think elite defense, maybe when I hear that in college football, I think like Bama or Clemson. And I think that's how Cal kind of views themselves. Like we got a top five or ten defense in the country. I don't know if I necessarily see that. I think they're fundamentally sound. They make like open field tackles, but I, 
I think their defense a tad bit overrated just watching them live. Now, they gave up, you subtract the the touchdown on the fumble in the opening kickoff in the Davis game. They didn't give up any yards really or any plays. Uh, but I I don't know. I, I don't think they're like loaded with athletes on defense. Well, but, just so, be, I but they're well coached and they're tough. They're, they're, they're very Boise-like in yeah, the 2000s. They don't, they don't, they don't have, have how many NFL players they have is I guess my point. They, maybe, they've got a maybe super one. deep secondary. They've got a really deep two good safeties. They're good, well they're middle, well coached. That's corners. how I describe them. They've got a good middle linebacker. They've got a second athletic linebacker. But yeah, no, they're they're not going to jump. High off motor the page. pass rushers. They're not going to jump off the page with their athletes, no doubt. That, that that's I guess where I'm coming from. That I feel people talk about the Cal defense like it's the best defense now on the West Coast, and it might be true at the end of the year statistically. But like Washington, they're going to roll out pros on defense, right? I think Washington's getting underrated just as a team right now. That's what I'm saying. I, I, hearing you talk this way that you love Washington, having watched Cal and think that their defense is a little overrated personnel-wise, now they play well as a unit, which at the end of the day it's a team game. That's all that matters. And it is like Wilcox just know like these guys, like he knows, right? Justin Wilcox knows Chris Peterson, coach for him. I kind of like – yeah, I like Washington kind of big then. I, I, I didn't – I just saw some highlights. It's a pretty big – pretty big kind of momentum swinger like if the if the new quarterback can play well against this Cal defense they'll be you know if they win like 30 to 7 they'll be feeling pretty good right I people if they win like that people are going to jump on Washington in a heartbeat wouldn't you say people are already kind of heading toward them well just because Stanford's got issues Oregon's got issues yeah in the north if you had to guess right now what's Pac-12 championship Washington Utah yeah that's I picked I picked Washington to win the league what if uh what if Arizona State – you got Arizona State tonight or what, yeah. Arizona? Arizona State tonight, Arizona Saturday. So, I mean, to me, Arizona State's a sleeper. They are. Herbie picked them to win the South. I don't, I don't mind that one. Um, what do you think about Their Oregon offensive State? line's got some questions, but their defense should be good. It doesn't feel like the offensive lines in the Pac-12 are that great. People, well, they had their center get hurt like two days before their opener. They, got a true fre- they had the only true freshman starting at center in the nation last week, ASU. What do you think about so true Wyoming, freshman center, true freshman quarterback? Wyoming, Texas State. No thoughts actually. Texas Wyoming State's just not, well, Wyoming just oh, beat somebody. Texas. Yeah, um, some Power Five team. Who was it? Did you see the new story on Hugh Freeze this morning? No. They're playing Louisiana Lafayette at Louisiana Lafayette. Liberty is flying in a dentist chair. For him to be in the press box. <laughs> Wait, like in the coach's box yeah, like or the, in the press? I, I think in the coach's box. Does he still have chair. a doctor with him? I don't know, but he's in a dentist chair. PFT Commander had a great quote. Like, breaking news, we just learned that the state of Louisiana does not have any dentist chairs. Like, why do you need to fly one in? You can't just get one there. A uh, couple things, John. Wyoming beat Missouri. Antonio Brown is playing on Monday. Who confirmed that? Uh, was that a rap sheet? John Gruden announces Antonio Brown will avoid suspension and play versus Denver. He's in, dog! He's in! Let's get it on! He's in, dog! Woo! John Gruden. When did Don, John... Oh, he just... <laughs> he, he said he's ready... Gruden just said he's... Re- I'm watching this... Pr- he didn't do a presser. He just kind of stood there. He said he's yeah. ready to move on. He's in. Yep. We're all good now. We're all, all yeah, ready to move on. Everyone's ready to move on. That's cool. I think we can just end the pot on that. He's ready to move on. All good. Fucking all steam ahead, guy. All right. <laughs> Nothing to see here. All good.
Good. Makes me happy. If you had to guess right now, is Mayock mad or is he just whatever? I think he's mad. Yeah, because he, he got kind of he's a normal human being. Deal. He got made fun of a little bit in well, this. Again, Mike Mayock, one of the most respected people in the NFL, is in the middle of this. Like, all of a sudden, he's with the Raiders for six months, and things are off. Like, it's like Mike Mayock's in the middle of this crazy situation. Like, has Mike Mayock dealt with anything professionally like this in his professional career? And I don't mean to say he's inexperienced. I'm not saying that. I'm saying this is the crazy. This guy's been around the NFL forever, and this has got to be the craziest thing he's ever been a part of. And he hasn't been here a year. It's wild, guy. It's it's wild. And it's wild, and it's not even that shocking at all. That's the crazy part, right? And it's not – it is not – we have not – we've moved on for this for now, but it's not over. Something else is going to happen. That's the other part. It's this – I would love to believe that she's not going to cheat again, but she, it's, something's going to happen. You agree, though, we all win with him playing. Yeah, I don't mind crazy shit happening, but I want him playing because – at least for now, because I – I've said it, I'll say it for the millionth time. We watch all the games either way, so I want the games to be good. I know. I'm, I'm with you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.